Don't go, go. AFK on us. Follow, follow us online at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint AFK. Hey, welcome to Checkpoint AFK on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. This is Checkpoint XP's lifestyle show from cosplay to consoles. We cover everything you care about when you're away from your keyboard. Welcome to the first show of 2020. Yes. We are back from vacation and excited to be back. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook and Twitter, Checkpoint XP underscore XP on Instagram and Checkpoint XP on Twitch. We've got big things coming in 2020, so we hope that you're as excited for it as we are. We hope it doesn't include enlisting in the military. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, you got student loans, so you're halfway there, buddy. Uh, You (laughs) know it. Joke's on you. Mine are private. Oh, Oh, no. 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 I'll be alive. So, uh, yeah, 2020 is starting off on a weird note, um, but we're happy to be here with you. Happy that you're here with us. And uh, excited for everything new that's coming in 2020. Coming up today on Checkpoint AFK, we're going to talk about the Witcher Netflix series. It's out. We've all watched it. I got to say, I'm pleasantly surprised. You were hella down on it. I was hella down on it, even two episodes in. And then something happened. Uh, We're going to talk about that coming up today on Checkpoint AFK. But... We like to, as always, start Checkpoint AFK, checking out some Apple podcast all the, reviews. All the yes. gifts that people left us yes, over the exactly. break. Yes, exactly. Happy holidays. and There better be. Would you would think. think. So. You would think. Yeah, I would think so, because I assume our listeners are decent and good people. No, uh, not so much. Oh. Not if they take after us. Not so much. Yeah, that's much. true. Uh, so we've, what you sow, Joe. We've got... <laughs> One review coming in today. Oh, it's more than I expected. I guess that's more than zero. From Thickums69. <laughs> yes. Which is a great name, by the way. Dick Thickums. The <laughs> title of their review is the OK emoji. The okay hand sign emoji. That that has taken right. a different meaning lately. It has. Yeah, I'll say that, that means something. Doesn't mean yes. what it used to. Yeah, yeah a little it sure doesn't. Here. Yeah. Okay. A little that makes me a little nervous. And Thickum69 says, why slaps your forehead? I don't know what that means particularly, but that's what they have shared why? with How us. How many stars wait, is that? Wait, hold on. That's five. That that's all of it? Yeah, that's the okay. you? So fi- wait a minute. This is a conundrum. <laughs> yeah. So okay. It's an enigma. And it's then, a puzzle. Why? No, maybe they're saying, why are we asking for reviews? Five stars. Or it's going, why does this not have more reviews? It's okay. Uh, maybe. maybe. I hope so. Maybe Let's hope so. Okay. Where is Gamora? All right, All right. listen. Listen. <laughs> Where is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm happy for the five stars. That's good. Uh, reviews are reviews. <clears throat> engagement is engagement. Amen. Thank you very much. However... Do fucking better, okay? <laughs> well, it's just confusing. Yeah. I'm not usually confused by our reviews. Usually they're either good and we're like, oh, yeah, that makes me feel good in my heart, or they're bad and we're like, well, screw you too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not usually... Both, come are, out fu- both, both are, are fun. Both are fun. We don't usually come out of it just going, 
Huh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that means. Was that racist? Might have been. I, I don't I, know. I really feel like it's just like if you go on a date, right? Like if somebody were to come out of a date and be like, hey, how would you describe your date with Weird Beard? It was an okay emoji. <laughs> Why? I'm not sure. That's my standard of how I grade these. So this is a not pleasant one. Even if you get a five-star review, they just I, didn't want to take down our Uber rating. I guess so. So that I, was kind of them. I appreciate it. I mean, I know Thickum69 has reviewed in the past. Uh, I just don't know what, like... It's a very philosophical review. It is. Yeah, it is, but you know what? Again, like it's, it's we a, said... We'll, it's a minimalist review. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll thank you for the review, and we will encourage everybody else out there listening to That's send right. us reviews over at Apple Podcasts or whatever. This would be my challenge. Try to give us a review in only emojis and let us guess what you're trying to like rate us on. I don't... It's, here's the thing. I'm cool with that, but Here, we'll just uh, end yes, up just with like but, middle finger emojis. Hang on, but here's the thing. I actually don't know how he got an emoji into the title. You I didn't know... Really old? No, man. no, no! I just didn't know you could do that with Apple Podcast reviews. Yes, if you do it from your phone. I, was, I no, think but, only if you do it from your phone, no, right? Because you, you couldn't no. do it from a keyboard. Yes, you can. Can you? Yeah, yeah. you yeah, can yeah, use emojis. Tech illiterate people. Yes, the two, yes. two old dudes here. <laughs> you yeah. can have a. Joe's the youngest person in the room. Joe learned how to cook fondue over the like the, the break. Okay, no, let's let's be honest. There's a fifty fifty shot if you do that that it's just going to come out as the text command for whatever it is. I'm just surprised that. Like Apple went to the like like bothered to be able to Apple, allow people if it wasn't for to Apple, put emojis, emojis aren't, aren't a thing. Of course, they're going to allow you to put emojis in the reviews. I'm just saying that the support for Apple Podcasts is not necessarily the best. I, listen, I'm saying what I'm saying is that nobody has touched the programming since 2007. Listen, it is not. What I'm it's saying, not you. It's the children that are wrong. <laughs> No, I mean. <laughs> so, by the way, I just do want to mention uh, that we have plenty of shows for you to leave reviews on on Apple Podcasts. There is the Checkpoint XP Daily Feed, which is currently not active, but will soon be. Man. Hella active. Hella active. Hella active. Can not I, just active, active AF. Can not I just be, active. Hella active. Can I be proactively tired? Like before, I've done anything, but I'm just like the the process of doing what we're about to be doing. Yeah, we all know what's on the table, so that's fair. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's already exhausting. Yeah, Whoa. there's there's a lot of work. There's a lot to think about there. Uh, also, we've got Checkpoint XP on campus. Uh, you can leave a review for that because as of yet, no reviews have been left. Review it. Come on. All y'all got cousins or little cousins or brothers and sisters that's all in college. Some of you are in college. Tell all your friends we talking about the college esports scene because guess what? Ain't nobody else doing it. Leave a review. Apple Podcast. Search Checkpoint XP. You'll find a number of our shows. And uh, if you do, we'll read it here on the show. Coming up today on Checkpoint XP, like I said, we are going to be talking about the Witcher Netflix series. Was it good? Is it worth watching? Is the Witcher worth playing? We're going to talk about all of that coming up on Checkpoint AFK. us online at checkpointxp.com checkpoint afk 
Welcome back to Checkpoint AFK on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. We're going to talk about the Witcher Netflix show. And actually, we talked about this on the national radio show, Mm -hmm. which will be available via podcast feed here in the next couple of weeks. The feed is there. We're just waiting for the section on the website to come through. Mm -hmm. So be excited. You'll be able to subscribe to that podcast on Apple Podcasts. But we talked about it a little bit on the national radio show. And we had wondered whether or not The Witcher was going to be the best adaptation of a video game to... Screen, you know, to TV or movies to, to screen mm-hmm. yeah. yet. Because early on, well, early on, there were some worries, too. Remember the first yes. time we saw the wig and yes. all, all that that big conundrum? There were some when he looked concerns. Like a, like a terrible Legolas cosplayer. Uh-huh. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and Robbie, you had brought up the point that the production was focusing a little bit more on the books than they were on the game. Mm-hmm. But I think that we can call this a video game adaptation because of how much visually remains from the games and and is there in the series. And even Henry Cavill has said he's basing his performance of Geralt off Geralt from the game. Which is important. Which is very important. So I think that was another big part in in making the world feel kind of real but also quite familiar for fans of the series. How many of us here then have context of the games themselves? I got a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. bit. Tiny bit. I played played 16 hours of the original Witcher game. I'm sorry. Probably like four or five years ago. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, because... uh, It's not good. And and, and granted, from the diehard fans that I know, they enjoyed it as well. And, And... the the few bits of criticism that I've heard have been about some of the castings, which myself as someone who hasn't played really any of the games. Yet, okay, okay, I okay, have a problem okay, with any of okay. Are we addressing the elephant in the room here? Okay, because there's been many Twitter Twitter threads about how there's just random black people just there, and is that it? Is no. that what people have issue with the casting? Okay, is it, what about no, Tris? I've heard a lot I of issues Tris. with Tris. Tris casting. is mostly what I've the heard. The ones that I've been hearing is Yennefer and Siri. What's wrong with Yennefer? Uh, yeah, wait, what? Apparently, Apparently she appears great. in good, the games. I, I don't question. know. Because yeah, okay. she was my favorite character. <laughs> first of all, first of all, that woman is so attractive. They put a mm-hmm. fake hunchback on her and cocked her jaw to the side. And, and she still had you. Like, and I was still like, <laughs> hold on. okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. It wasn't the hump or the jaw. It was the goddamn bangs and page boy haircut. That, that was horrific. All right, but listen. They couldn't ugly that girl. <laughs> That's fair. They did a pretty good job with the they hair. They tried. They yeah. did a damn they good job tried, with the hair. But they tried, but it was hard to ugly that lady. We, we did enjoy her moment, though, of appearing at the ball for the first time and be like, oh, we're getting our take your glasses off and let your hair down moment. Yep. Here it is. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's, what is that? That um, was the, 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 the uh, she's all that She's moment. all, the, yeah. yes, where she's coming down the, the yep. staircase. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, no, got you're that, right. You're right about that. But you're right, though. They had to go well out of their way and, and even then when she's like hitting on the guy at the school and you're like you're like yeah I think I'd go for it too man right, like shoot, shoot I get your it. shot bro <laughs> shoot your shot why so, not so I have to admit for the first two episodes of The Witcher I was not into it at all. Dude, not even that fight scene at the end of the first episode. So here, here's what here's that was brilliant. Here's what my impression of it was from the first two episodes. 
the huge battles were abysmal because they basically took one row on this side, one row of actors on this side, and then digitally copied and pasted them. It's a season one Netflix. I understand that, but if you're listen, but you have to make the decision not to show it. You're you're making the show. You're making the show in the shadow of Game of Thrones. I don't care what you say. Oh well, they're two different sources of material. Whatever, it doesn't matter if you're making anything even remotely medieval. If it's got (laughs) horses and swords in it, you are making it in the shadow of Game of Thrones, which had, bar none, the best battle sequences of anything maybe ever. Facts. But we also saw in season one at the Battle of the Whispering Wood, oh wait, no we didn't because they didn't show it. They only showed the aftermath. But that's smart. That that was was smarter on their, that's a smarter production choice. That was the better way to do it. What I thought was, oh, the Geralt combat scenes are pretty cool. But like I the first two episodes, I was like, it's like a really good Hercules or Xena. Dude, that's dope though. No, it's when, not. no. When I don't is think the, it no, is. When is the you know last it's time definitely Hercules? No, yeah, when is the last for time sure Hercules? When is the last time there was a good monster of the week show? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Exactly. That was how old? But is that I mean, is that not the point? Like no, like, I mean? it's like kind of good. played though. Like I, no, I think I the think, genre's played. No, I think that's a however, good thing. However, I will say this: How else do you do The Witcher you as can. a television show without doing Monster of the Week? You can't. Which I will say is exactly what I expected. I expected eight different episodes, not or ten, whatever the the season run is. I expected ten very different episodes. Ten very different monsters every time. You didn't exactly get that. that see, that, that would have been an easy way for them to go. Yeah. But instead, again, especially since you were looking at, at, at the books and actually having source material to draw from, you know, I'm, I, I'm happy with what we got. I thought that it was okay with plenty of room to improve. And I'll tell you where I actually made the, the, the sort of change. Because, like, you kind of watch them like, it's fine. But I could have easily saw myself putting it down and then not picking it back up, right? And where I was, was dangerously close to that after yes, those two episodes. And, and where I think it flipped for me was when I had started to notice the weird sort of time Timeline jumps, stuff. which they completely ignored. They didn't point them out to you. They just let yep. you realize it yourself, yep. right? And the reason that was rough for me was coming from Watchmen, where those time jumps aren't just there because they're there. They're intrinsic to the story. Yeah, they, 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 they play a very important narrative falling role. In yes. part, or, or falling in place, and as they come together, you're like, oh my god, that was brilliant. And yeah. this, they're just there. Yeah. yeah. And when I had read that they had based it off of, uh, was it the, the Lost Wick, Wish, I think it was. Well, which, it's it's or, a collection or, 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 of or short the stories. The Last Wish, yes. Yeah, it's right. just a collection yeah, yeah, of yeah. short stories. I'm like, you know what? There isn't any other way they could have done this. And with that in mind, this is about as good as it could have been. See, like, I, I felt like we got maybe three or four episodes that were Monster of the Week. And yeah. then the rest of it was sort of like this was over, character building. Well, well, was the overarching plot, which had to deal with Cetra um, and and basically the family. What's that was happening being, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the girl in the woods and everything like that. Yeah, like basically the first five episodes of the show are the actual kind of monster of the week uh, that we see in the short stories. Yeah. And then, yeah, the last three are building us up to where the first book takes place, right. which is where the next season will pick up with the, right. with the, with the actual books. I mean, I th- and I think that that's smart. I mean, especially yeah. if you have a limited budget that you're working with um, and you want to try to be able to prove a success and go into the first season 
with a little bit more under your belt. I think that's that's a really smart way to to, to go about it. I, I think you're also, dude. There's so many people that are still pissed off about Game of Thrones. Like, there's a lot of people that are hoodwinked. You know what I mean? Like, as far as committing to a serious fantasy series, I think if you were to come out of the gates attempting to feed like a very very heavy show that people had to invest in, and you have to know all this stuff, <laughs> people would be like, "Nope, I'm out. I already got tricked once." See, and that's that's where I felt like this was actually really refreshing for a show because I felt like very rarely do I ever stop an episode of Game of Thrones. Like it's a, I start the episode, I am watching it till it's done. Like I felt many times I was just like, oh, I got something to do. I'll just stop the episode of The Witcher now and I'll come back. And I didn't feel bad about that because following everything so closely in every line of dialogue it's and not, everything. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. Once you, once you understand how time is kind of jumping around, yeah. then, it, yeah, you really, it's it's kind of you're just like a Law & Order SVU. Can, yeah, you you could just kind of like listen to it and be able to, to get most of the it, major points. And to be perfectly honest, for the genre, I think that's good because I think Game of Thrones. But that's what makes it a little bit more like Hercules yes. than Game of Thrones. And that's why I think it's good because, first of all, you're not going to do Game of Thrones again. Period. Just like you're not going to do Dynasty again. I don't know if you're... you're... not going to do... There are certain shows you can't do again. You that, can't do The Wire again. That Lord of the Rings that's coming out, though. Like, I think it's, it's going to be a better one. You might... I'm looking forward to that Lord of the Rings Even show. Though, I mean, like... It dude, will be they, great. They, it will be great. They've got an opportunity. No, it will be great. It will be great in a different way. Yeah, because, because Lord of the Rings has never really been about showcasing the politics that we saw in Game of Thrones. Never. Have you ever tried to read The Cimmerillion? <laughs> yeah, have you ever don't. tried? I have. It is, it, is, it is politics and it is sex. Okay. Th- those are the now, two now, now big... Now, do me a favor. And religion. Now, do yeah, us and a religion. favor yes, and yes, look at the right. number of books sold for The Cimmerillion, the number of books sold for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, well, find a number of people who will tell you the Silmarillion was a fun and worthwhile read. Oh, it's th- few and far between, and anyone who says it was, but you, you don't, don't want to talk to You don't want to hear the that's... backstory of Fionor and his magic jewels as, you know, a giant spider sucks the life out of a shiny tree. Yeah, what please, about Eredale? Please shut up, Norris. You're not helping my argument. Frickin- I know. His <laughs> star boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, But it means nothing for the television show. Right. If that's... The f- that's just sort of the bedrock for uh, a, a television show, you know. Like the the nice, the, actually, the cool part about the Cimmerillion being used as source material for a show is that there's so much wiggle room. There's a lot for narrative. Yeah, like there's so much ability to tell a story. You've got the basic points you basically got a textbook that gives you the recitation of the things that happen tell this story this story this story this story dude this story. i i think that there is a real chance that that could be very interesting and to your point let's compare the number of game of thrones books up to the number of J.R.R. tolkien books and then that very much balances the scale, if not puts it way but over I think, for but Jay, I think the, for for Tolkien. But I think the, the only difference they have is in, in common, though, is that they're fantasy. Lord of the Rings is not Game of Thrones. But they, no, but the reason not. why, but the reason why, but the Cimmerillion could get pretty close. But the reason why the two are so different, and the reason why Game of Thrones partly caught on, is because people didn't have to go past the whole elves and pointy ears and magic and all that. You know, all that shit. That nerd shit. That nerd shit that yeah. people hate, right? They saw, oh, snap, Sean being decapitate some motherfucker five <laughs> minutes into the show. But that's... And people were like, okay, I'm in. And that's that's what, that's what, excuse me, Lord of the Rings is going to 
always have to deal with. People are going to watch it. It's going to be a good show, in my opinion. I think it's going to be great. But I think where The Witcher sort of falls in line and what makes it a show that's refreshing is it's not trying to be this deep, you know, thought-provoking, political intrigue type of show. It's a... Here's a guy who fucks stuff up. He's basically Wolverine with magic. <laughs> and, you know, and here's a hot lady. Here's another hot lady. And magic. There it is. And That's bang- the show. And, and banging. And banging. Yes. Bang- lots of banging. Lots, lots of banging. Lots of banging. Lots of banging. Lots of banging. Two sterile people. There should be now, some bangs. Geralt just bangs anything. There's a lot of sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> lots. In these shows. Yes. Yeah. Is that like part of the formula now? Like, if you're going to do a fantasy show like this, like, is that it done required? Hurt. Uh, well, it is part of the source material. That's for sure. Well, yeah, it's it's Geralt has a lot of sex yeah, it, in the books and, and the in the games. Yeah, Here's, yeah. and 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 the final One time point, on a unicorn. Final point about Tolkien here: that if there was any opportunity to make Tolkien edgier, Cimmerillion's the only place that has enough wiggle room to be able to do that yeah that's fair so we don't know we, you got to see the product first to say whether or not it competes no, it, on the level it, of game of it's Thrones. fair did anyone else start this show and see Geralt for the first time and go lord raiden is that you <laughs> he looks just like raiden in the original mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> Uh, no, I, I actually didn't I did think that. No, I, that's the so. first thing I thought when I saw I, the it. First, I mean, I the first thing that. I was looking for was the wig lines. Well, can I ask a... Okay, so this is something that, like, maybe because I'm a, a film nerd, what did you guys think of the, uh, like, that... The filter that was... You know what I mean? Like, the actual look. Oh, the, the slate gray filter yeah. over everything? Did, did that throw anybody off? It I, made it look like The Witcher to me. No, yeah. it was very obvious. The one I don't like is when they're in the other town, and it's like they put the sapia filter over mm-hmm. it when he first is hanging out with Yaskier and stuff and it's like oh, more yeah. meadowy and stuff like that there's a whole nother filter they put on there and I'm just like don't do not do that well it's really jarring when he goes yeah. into that uh, I think it's the first episode where he goes into the town and there's like the church but it's a mad it's a magical door to another oh thing. The, yeah. the like mage tower yeah, or whatever. yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. so it's really like you know you notice the filter when they make that change because Geralt doesn't look even remotely the same in the two shots no he doesn't it glosses he... it actually that that filter to your point Rick it actually glosses over a lot of like some of the makeup and the production things that you can you know, see it does. in those normally toned scenes and I wondered when they did that for that particular scene if it was meant to try to illustrate straight that the I mage had an illusion on the tower like everything is kind of fake in there yeah, i wonder he, if that's why he, they did stepping that stepping into you know a realm of magic or, yeah. or what happened i mean it was, i get why they did it yeah it and just again, it just kind of made the slate gray of the rest of the the series like very obvious yeah. but it's got to be dark it's sort of like if you made a diablo uh, TV yeah. series like you would do the exact same thing. Yeah. You can't shoot it in just like warm tones. Yeah, it's like, ba- it's ba- it's basically okay. Let's take Battle of the Bastards and use it visually for the entire series. Yeah, yeah, it's like when he when he fights the Striga. Uh, yes, like like yeah. it needed Which to was be that. Great, by the oh way. yeah, it was a sweet scene. So good. Like the way they describe it was like, oh, okay, this is. It's, it's, it's pretty dark. It's funny because as I'm watching that particular scene, because it's juxtaposed with Yennefer's transformation, I'll put that in quotes, hysterectomy, whatever. <laughs> Either way, yeah. um, 
I'm 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 looking at that whole scene and my girlfriend is sitting next to me and she is not watch she's not watched the series, she's not paying attention. And she just sees that scene and she just looks at me and goes, What are you watching? <laughs> and I'm like, The Witcher That's, all, a, that's always a, a fun X. It's a new fantasy series. She's just like, Is she at the OBGYN? And I'm just like, Yeah. There, it's like, it's it. like an OBGYN and a plastic surgeon all, all in one. one. And she was just like, oh, okay, like it's in L.A. And I was like, bet. Do you think that The Witcher is going to break into the mainstream consciousness like Game it of Thrones It already did? has. I think it has. Mm-hmm. It already has. But will it la- is it going to last? I mean, I don't. I think, again, I, Game I believe of Thrones, it's already been greenlit for season three. Yeah, but here's the thing. Game of Thrones is a moment in time. In the same way that The Sopranos is a moment in time, Lost is a moment in time. Certain shows exist and they are, are classic because of where they came out, where they exist and all that stuff. I don't think, I, I think trying to continuously compare The Witcher to Game of Thrones does both shows really a disservice because I think they try to serve different purposes. Oh, of course. Well, but I mean, listen, I, I think it, it becomes hard to argue that there isn't a huge interest in massive audience considering the success of Lord of the Rings, right? And because that's that's Game of Thrones doesn't happen without Lord of the Rings. Exactly. And especially following yeah. Game of Thrones or following uh uh Lord of the Rings like it did, right? Like if if Game of Thrones had come out between Two Towers and Return of the King, oh it dies. It dies Partially because HBO probably doesn't fund it enough. You know what I mean? Like the 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 audience um, temperature, the, the the audience composition has to be right. The interest has to be right, and the the funding has to be there. And I, I think to kind of compare all of these shows to Lord of the Rings is pretty fair because that's sort of where the big epic mainstream fantasy started, at least here in the West. I mean, yeah, but what the- what, what was before that that you could call mainstream fantasy? The, the never ending story. Not, eh, mm. I, you'd probably have to reach back to Hercules and Xena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. If, you if think we're talking about, about like serialized stuff, yeah, Hercules. It's even the same with uh, the Hobbit. Remember, was released back in the early late nineties as an animated the Ralph like, Bakshi movie. Yes, like that's the kind of interest that was there. Yeah, they go, oh, the Hobbit nerds, nerds. We're gonna animate that shit and do it in like thirty minutes. And now, Dude, that, 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 like, like being a Tolkien fan used to be like a like a nerd cred thing. Yeah. yeah. So and and then it blew up into the mainstream and now it's sort of like oh you don't know who Tolkien is like what's wrong with you how how can you not know who so he is? maybe maybe my question instead of keeping to bringing up or I keep bringing up Game of Thrones instead like is fantasy going to be able to stand against the onslaught of like superhero stuff like this year we have what we have WandaVision we have yeah. um, Black Panther right uh, Black, we have Widow. Black, Black Widow Black Widow I'm yeah. sorry mm-hmm. uh, a whole bunch of new superhero yeah. stuff Wonder coming Woman 84. out Does, mm-hmm. is that the same thing where it kills off kind of this fantasy vibe is The Witcher like a one season and they may have greenlit it but like it's gotta still perform I don't know because I think it really depends on what the pop culture continues to consume because if we're gonna also look at just fantasy and medieval fantasy in a wider context we can't not talk about shit like elder scrolls and skyrim and just i think people underestimate just how many people play skyrim yeah even people who don't normally play games like that 
So even that has a, a cultural impact too. So I think where we start seeing games going and films going into the more superhero realm, I don't think it gets rid of fantasy, but I think fantasy, it, it's the genie's out of the bottle. It's never going back into the compartmentalized nerd. I mean, culture. the gin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I think what might actually be to The Witcher's benefit being on Netflix is the fact that they release it all at once. And it's something that for a few weeks, everyone's going to be binging and everyone's going to be talking about until we can look forward to the next season, right? Because what, what I can tell you about The Witcher as opposed to The Mandalorian, The Watchmen or The Mandalorian is I don't feel like any of the episodes as it ended, I was like, oh man, what's I, I have to know what's happening next right now. I mean, yeah. I binged it all, sure, but it all just played right into it. And I think that if you would have released The Witcher over 10 weeks... A lot of people would have fallen off. Maybe. No, yeah. no I, I think that's I probably true. would have only lasted those two episodes yeah, if yeah. I had to go week that's, to week. It's you definitely, wouldn't have went back. Yeah, when yeah, the next one came, it wouldn't have been like so on your radar. You're like, I have to it's watch it. It's definitely edited it to be binged. Mm-hmm. You could tell. Because uh, even I love The Watchmen, but I, I, I was sort of like, I want to wait until I banked up two episodes yeah, and, 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 and so, you know, give it a Rick, to, to real your, shot. To your question, I mean, I, I don't know necessarily what it says about the fantasy genre versus superhero genre as a whole, but I do think The Witcher will kind of perform in in many ways uh similar to like um uh, uh uh stranger things you know when it comes out it's going to be a big deal and people are going to look forward to it and then after a few weeks we'll move on to whatever the next so thing is here's my question though is is it a real detriment to have this show on netflix because netflix has shown as soon as uh, and uh, you know the the mainstream audience loses interest in a show they'll can it, it. They'll can it. So does this show really? I mean, yeah, we we know that it's been greenlit till season three. So what happens if it? To does, be I mean, there's a lot more story to tell, mm-hmm. and fans know that. To so, be perfectly honest, I think you put a finite into it as a showrunner. I think you say we do three seasons. That's it. They have seven seasons planned. That's not. That's a mistake. Honestly, <laughs> for real. I honestly think it's a mistake because I'm not sure. First of all, but that's. I mean, if, if you're going by the source material and the way and the, and the pacing of, you know, this first season, like I could see how they have seven no, seasons you, you, worth of you shit. You got a ton, but in the same way that one of my favorite shows on Netflix, Narcos, right? Narcos still exists, but after they got to a point where, where everything. In Colombia was over, they decided to move it to Mexico and talk about the cartels out there. Right. And it made sense, but the story in Colombia is over. It's done. It's done. We're not going to try to stretch out some other fictional narrative there for the sake of a familiar setting. Sure. So I think showrunners have to just have a little bit more courage to say, we need to understand that the way content is consumed People aren't doing seven, eight, nine seasons and shit no more. Uh, are you kind of alluding a little bit to, to what happened with the Marvel shows? Uh, uh, not because I mean, because they had a pretty really. a, a pretty big fall off in viewership season over season. Not not really. I mean, I, there's a there's a plethora of shows I mean, that sense, have look at Sense Eight. You know that are yeah that are basically they have that endings that are dangling super, participles uh, in like super expensive that's show. <laughs> but it's but it's frustrating. What was the other one? Thirteen ter- Reasons Why. It, it, it's came. frustrating in terms of a, of of a viewer, and for whatever reason. If your show is birthed on Netflix, it doesn't seem to come off. I've, uh, you know, we've started seeing the way that production companies have been able to go to different outlets to try to sell their product. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, 
Once Netflix gets it, and I don't know if this is the terms of their contracts or what it is, they don't let it go. We, we, and we've con- seen properties go from elsewhere to Netflix, yes. but That's when they the end around. on Netflix, Netflix That's isn't it. willing to give them up. Exactly, and mm-hmm. and I mean, I you know, uh, uh, it's it's hearsay that that it's not possible to come off of Netflix, but there's nothing that's been able to do it, and it makes me concerned. You know, to be invested in the show and then watch it get cut short. Uh, and oh, you got to go read the books if you want the. Lloyd pointing out in uh, chat too that eight episode seasons, and I think this is the important part here, uh, could translate to seven seasons easy. That's only 56 episodes. And the reason that I brought up the Marvel shows is those when I believe it was 13 episodes each. And one of the rumored reasons why there was this, this rift between Netflix and Marvel was Netflix wanted to cut it down to eight. A, to save on cost, and B, because they felt the reason that people were falling off those shows is that too long when it comes to binge culture, if you hit a lull or like an episode that feels like filler, people are gone. And this is one thing that I will say about The Witcher. Well, each episode didn't make me feel like you need to watch the next one right now. I, I was didn't, still there was, entertained. No there wasn't a dog in the bunch. Exactly. Yeah, I, no I, I, will, I will give you that. Mm-hmm. It, it stuck to what I wanted to see and was interested in. Yep. Um, and and I think in that way, it, it it it's also kind of unfair to compare to Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones was a much larger show yes. in terms of scope. You actually, you had yes. so many more characters, so many more plot lines to mm-hmm. to, to, to to keep track of. And even they that are cut two, down from the books. They are two different shows, but I I don't know that you know audiences necessarily look at them terribly differently because I automatically go go to compare them. Yeah, I mean, again, the eight episode thing is fine. I just still think, you know, seven seasons is a long, long, long time. Well, especially yeah. with the way that Netflix at, develops. Well, and not just that, but we look at what, how much has changed from Netflix seven years ago yeah. to Netflix now. The entirety of the platform can be so different that something like The Witcher isn't even was moving the needle on Netflix anymore. So I, I think it's really smart to plan in like these three season chunks it's like okay season one introduce everybody to everything season two let's have you know let's open the world up in season three let's wrap up whoever our primary antagonist may have been well i mean and based from on there you could think about okay is it worth another couple seasons well, well i think what's nice about the source material too because i think that there is about eight books total and obviously i don't know how complete those are if it's like you know lord of the rings where you don't really end the story in the first book but if they're looking at seven seasons with all the source material that looks like about a book per season and they could easily at the end of any one of them be like yeah it's wrapped up we could end here and it'll feel good or we could keep going i mean there there is a finite into the series yeah yeah so there's there's a there's a hard stop it's just where they choose to put mm-hmm. that hard i stop i don't at. know though because i don't know if they don't do the community thing and do seven seasons in a movie you know like being a <laughs> seriously like yeah. being a netflix property they may just say yeah we've got all these seasons planned but then netflix goes all right you get three seasons and wrap it up that's it that's, and that's it but three we're seasons, done three seasons in a movie i'm here for if you gave me three seasons you said the conclusion to the witcher is if a feature-length film in theaters i'm like low-key you don't have to put it in theaters but I'm saying, even mm-hmm. you, if you did it in Netflix, you did it in theater, you ran it like Roma, you did, you know, a, 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 a run in theaters. Yeah, because when they ended Sensei, they actually gave them a movie to wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, but see, I like that. I like Netflix films being taken to actual theaters because that experience is different. It will also really piss off Martin Scorsese. Yes! <laughs> yes! Do it! And we're always here for that. All right, coming up on uh, Checkpoint AFK, you know, 
Henry Cavill, it actually turns out, is a huge nerd. And I believe it now that I've seen The Witcher. Uh, plus, uh, you know, this has really reinvigorated my interest in The Witcher series. And I've actually started playing the first Witcher game again. We're going to talk about that coming up here on Checkpoint AFK. Don't go AFK on us. Follow, follow us online at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint AFK. Welcome back to Checkpoint AFK. Talking about the Witcher series out on Netflix. And I, I got to be honest, I, I ended up very into the series by the time it wrapped up. Enough so that it actually made me reinstall my Steam copy of the first Witcher game. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. Well, actually, not that one, but yes to reinstalling a Witcher game. Okay. Which one did you end up reinstalling? Wild Hunt, obviously. You went to the good one. See, me and Nate, we have a problem. Yeah, we have this this OCD problem. If if there's a game franchise, especially one that, for, for me, that's like it's filled with lore and character stuff, and apparently decisions that carry over Mass Effect. Especially syndrome. that. Especially that. Didn't care. No, I very much Okay, care. you know what? What if you were to jump into Mass Effect 3 and like your default choice is Caden's alive? I just never use Caden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. No, but I can't that, risk no, but it. The, but I that, would rather not play the whole thing <laughs> than miss out on something. I, I feel you. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I feel you and I understand. All I'm saying is... Is I have seen The Witcher one. I've seen The Witcher two. Those are games. They're not good. I do not want to play. They're, They're rough. I've, I, I've tried each of them. Maybe I think two hours into the first one, and maybe about six or seven into the second one. Okay, so They're when not fun. when I reinstalled it, I reinstalled it thinking I still have that save file somewhere. Mm-hmm. Turns out I don't. Oh no. Yeah. So I was 16 hours into it. It's about a 32, 35 hour for game for main quest. For main quest. Uh, I thought I was going to be able to like kind of just pick it up oh, where funny. I left off. Wasn't no. able to do that. <laughs> I got I to tell you something. Uh, having seen The Witcher 1 very recently. Because Robbie Fatstacks is playing it. Yeah, Robbie Fatstacks, much did, like you. Did the he same thing happen to him? So Robbie Fatstacks had a save file at the very end of the game that he never beat. Okay. Oh. And he went back and started from scratch because oh. he's a psychopath. Oh, no. And a sadist. And a sadist. Yeah. And, and so here's the thing about The Witcher 1. I mean, one, I right? did go back and restart, but I'm only two hours in it, and I am not committed to it. Yeah, well, he doesn't like it either, <laughs> but that hasn't stopped him from pouring 40 hours into it. Yeah, this is also the it's same guy that horrible. spent like 500 bucks that you could play a crappy game that nobody should play. That's correct. That was him. All right. Uh, so, For context. Yeah, here's the thing about The Witcher, right? So there's games like Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 1 feels old when it you did, play it. It doesn't age well. It, 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 but it, didn't it, age but well it feels enough. old. Games like Stalker, they feel old. Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, feels old. Yeah. But they don't feel bad. Yes. The Witcher feels bad. That yeah. is a bad game. The first Witcher specifically in, is in terms of combat How did is it get specifically a bad. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe when it came out, it was acceptable. But jeez. <laughs> I mean, it, no. well, I mean think I, about visual, it. The, visually, it's raw. Well, and the, the dialogue is, is awful. The thing yeah, is, is, the Wild Hunt came out in what, 2014? 17? It, it was a Xbox 360 game. Yeah, so it was so, in that... In that uh, no, no, no. I'm saying the, the Witcher 3. 
The what? Wild Hunt. Oh, Wild Hunt. Yeah, that came out this gen, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that came out this gen. But it was earlier this gen. Uh, no, you, May 19th, 2015. Yeah, 2015. 2015. Three, yeah. 2015. Yeah. So that's beginning of gen, really. Yeah. Around 2014 was beginning. For, yeah. for, for this particular crop of, of consoles and, and engines and stuff. And you can tell when you play it, you could tell it's an old engine at the start of the gen that really kind of got started. You know, yeah. get being built up in the last gen. Sure. Going going back, it's the quality of life shit that pops out yes. the most more than anything else. Yes. Like just you see things that are standard nowadays in a lot of games. Here's one that ki- that that gets me is that fast travel. You have to stand at a signpost, yep. and you can only fast travel to another signpost. So not being able to just go, oh. Something that Skyrim did where I could just say, I know that location. Right. Let me fast travel like to it. Play Morrowind. You can only fast travel from the Silt Striders and at the yeah. boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, th- there's, a, there's a part of me, though, there's that kind of misses that yeah, because it exposes you to more of the overworld. See, I've always been all right with specific fast travel places. No, not when I'm trying. See, because I'm trying to bl- like blaze through the main quest so I can get to my you know, fuck around and do whatever I want mode. You know why it's okay in Morrowind and it's not okay in some other games is because you have Mark and Recall in Morrowind. So when I'm out in the middle of nowhere, I can always just warp back home. Yep. That's real true. Quick. I don't have yep. to walk back home. I don't mind walking See, to a place. Fine. I don't want to have to hoof it home. I agree. I agree with that. Have specific fast travel locations, but you should always have a place to get back to wherever your home is. I, I yeah. just, I, I, ever since playing MMOs with fast travel, I sort of feel like fast travel is not something that I absolutely need in every single game that I play. I sort of feel like it's a bit of a developer's crutch to com- to prevent the player from discovering getting, bugs. Well, get well, no, your world can discovering suck bugs. More yeah, I mean, and, 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 yes, and and to, to don't not have to faults. detail as much. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, take a game like Death Stranding, where the point is to traverse, traverse the, the terrain and traverse the world. The the fast travel options in that are incredibly limited and on purpose. Yeah, well, and, and I, I actually I, never and I actually never used it. I don't think I've ever used that, uh, uh, the fragile port either. Yeah. That yeah. said, once you have like the zipline capability over there. A lot of people say the game oh, gets kind of pedestrian fuck after that. that. Once you got zip lines, dude, it's over, man. Yeah, the Easy game's pretty mode. pedestrian after that. It, yeah, well, you same. gotta get all of the natural resources to right. build them, and they're not exactly easy to build. No, so, cheap. I mean... You know, there's a there's a cost benefit. I think it's GTA. Like GTA exposed a lot of things. That it doesn't matter how big your world is if you don't put a bunch of shit in it, right? Yeah. Like, and when you have to walk around, you realize, wow, there's not really much, like out here yeah. like that literally you want to go back to Morrowind fast travel points can focus you to what they want you to look well, at and, but, yes. the, but the thing is and again I hate to bring this up but that's part of what made Skyrim so good is that you didn't you could fast travel but most of the time you didn't want to because you knew I haven't been to that mountain I know I can go to that mountain I'm gonna walk to that mountain because oh. I know something's yeah, over th- by that mountain. We remember Skyrim very differently. I fast traveled everywhere. No, I mean you did, but that was after you discovered how much shit is in Skyrim. When you really go back and think about it, like how many hours do you have on your on your most played Skyrim five? Roughly. Fifty or sixty, probably. See, that's the problem. See, I got like a hundred and forty on a Skyrim. I five. never did this in Skyrim, but Fallout Four. 
What? You're walking okay. everywhere in Fallout Tom, okay, 4. Okay, I'll open Bethesda game. Fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any Bethesda, Bethesda game. Bethesda game. Yeah. You, you look at something, you go, I can go there, and you go, and there is something there. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm playing The Witcher, there's too much where I'm going, something should be here, but it's not. Mm. Or something is here but it's not enough mm. and that's more of an old development you know it's, it, it's just an older game they couldn't do as much with it right yeah. I mean you, memory issues are an issue yeah. in well, that era what, yeah. uh, what system are you playing it on PC PC yeah because I kind of want to get it for the Switch even though I know it's kind of visually downgraded I actually low key kind of regret getting it on PC yeah because I have it on I have it on PC because so I low key I'd be rebuying my it. graphics card and it, it's almost too good mm. for where for The Witcher 3 right now so I would almost rather it play it slightly downscaled yeah on a console on a bigger screen yeah my computer gets mad at me for running the witcher one on it question about the it's witcher like this one. is just horrible why is are it, you doing this to is me? it just the gameplay that's terrible like the you know characters story writing is that all fine are the you enjoying that aspect of it uh the dialogue is bad the writing is eh. i mean it, fo- it i I'm, I'm pretty sure it follows a story that was already written in the witcher series mm-hmm. no i'm sure it probably does I, I don't know that for sure but um it's just old. I mean, yeah. like it, 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 and not old in like kind of a charming way. It's yeah. old in a frustrating way. Like go back and try to play like Blood Omen Ugh. or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's Ooh, Witcher or, One came out two years after I graduated, or even <laughs> just like uh, menuing, like going yeah. through yeah. and menuing. Yeah, you don't see it because it's like it, a couple extra seconds. But when I'm having to enter into menus and clunky, shitty, repetitive menus. Over and over and over over the life cycle of a game. It's bad UX, man. It, it can be hours added on, dude. I, I, let me tell you, I I I, yeah, I was really confused by the UI in the first Witcher game when I first brought it up mm-hmm. because it's so it's like it was in that two thousand. What year was it? Really, two thousand seven. It actually, it actually came out uh, a month or, or uh, forty days after Mass Effect One. So. The 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 menus in it are incredibly stylized and trying to. I hate that. You know how you know, and it's funny that you bring it up. How Blood Omen kind yep, of did. I know it reminds me of Blood Omen. Yep. In all of the worst ways. There's one game, one game series that ever did stylized menus good, and that is Fallout. Yeah, Fallout I mean, is the only game that has a stylized the pit, the menu. Pit the Pit Boy is the only stylized menu that I I'll think give. Is I'll, I will give that, you that. That's, that's I'll give you that. Never really like sort of recognized, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean it is a pretty excellent user interface when you think about it. It's intuitive. Yeah, we, we just had Lloyd in the chat said Weird Beard would never play Final Fantasy XI then if the menus are a barrier to entry. <laughs> Fun fact: Ten was the last Final Fantasy that I played because I tried eleven. You're cool. It was too no, like that was a fine place to up. stop. Good place Gun. to stop. Yeah, yeah. Good that's, place to stop. That's fine. Yeah, I, even, I, I, as, even as somebody who likes 12, played a ton of 11, still play 14, 10 is a good place yep, to stop. Yep. I mean, about? Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy <laughs> 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, those are all... That's the golden years! Those are great examples of menus, yeah. by the way. Of like yes. what If you're not going to do a stylized menu, yes. make your menu look like that. It is one button to get into the menu. It's divided into enough categories that I'm not going to have to go looking through mm-hmm. things. Oh, and you can change the color. And, well, thank heaven for that. <laughs> oh, good. 
Yeah, meanwhile, here we are in uh, 2020 now, and Sarah's having to learn how to navigate FF11's menus. Yeah. You know what? Are they still <laughs> the exact same as they were, or did they change them in the intervening mm, They're years? pretty similar. Really? That I wouldn't sucks. say the menus are very different, no. But the one thing I will say that's really cool about The Witcher show is how many people it's gotten to revisit or visit A the record games. number of people. Yeah. A record number of people for the first time. I think, first of all, if for nothing else, CD Projekt Red is like, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, they also had the benefit of a Steam winter sale that knocked the game down to sub $20. The, and, and it's been there a few times it, over the past yeah. year as well. Yeah. So. Um, on PSN, it was sub $20. For yep. the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, the the all-inclusive game of the game year of edition. Year edition. Yep. Um, and the other two games were like under $8, actually. So you could go and get the whole series for like under twenty five bucks. Man, I so still can't believe that, so that, that you started it. Nate. See, the reason why I didn't jump in because I thought about like making like a hey, let's make like a death pack to finish this trilogy. Two of us starting at the same time, and then I'm <laughs> like, you know what? FF Seven remakes out in March, and and I know what's gonna happen. If I started one, I could probably like force myself through it, get a majority of the way through two, and even if I finished both of them, by the time I got to The Witcher Three. I'd be ready to stop. Yeah. And then I'd get halfway through The Witcher 3 and then stop that's what, playing That's it. So exactly like, what I did with Uncharted. I got through mm-hmm. 1 and 2 and I went, I'm pretty good yeah, and right. never went back. Listen, two, stop at 2. That's what I understand. Stop at 2. <laughs> I Dude, the free PSN I game. I did that with Assassin's Creed as well. The, where'd you stop? 2. Mm, Brotherhood was good. Mm. Brotherhood was good, but if you mm. stop that too, I understand. I, I, I did. I did. Technically, I played Liberation on on the Vita. So Liberation's no Liberation's good. Liberation was real good for I'm a sorry. handheld version of Assassin's Creed. Liberation, yeah, it, good. it was literally handheld Assassin's yeah. Creed, and that's impressive. But Origins and and I, you guys know I love those games. Origin and Odyssey. Yeah, I great. never. I just never went back. But the the one thing I will say, you know, back to The Witcher though, and back to sort of Henry Cavill and like. Just this whole thing around The Witcher is that I was thinking about Henry Cavill, and every time I hear him in an interview, I'm more surprised at just how much of a nerd this guy is. And I think that's really refreshing because he doesn't, until recently, it's not something that he just outwardly was trying to use as a platform for his career, like a lot of celebrities. It, it, it kind of wouldn't really have made made sense. Like, you know, yeah. in an interview about being Superman, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, my gaming. No, it wouldn't have. Game it. It, it, it wouldn't have. But like, we, I played a lot of Superman sixty four. But it's like we, you know, how many celebrities have used gaming as sort of a vessel for their Vin public, Diesel. yeah, for their like public persona. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. Playing that to Ken. Anyway, <laughs> but Ouch. do 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 they do they launch a new game because of this? Do you think? Is First this a new all, Witcher CD, game? CD yeah. Projekt Red needs to make sure Cyberpunk is yeah. Right. Uh, they need to, they need to collect all of the money from Cyberpunk first. But if I mean, Cyberpunk comes out and is a buggy, glitchy mess, no, yeah, no but one's that's, gonna love it. But I mean, if I'm an executive, I don't give a shit about the experience. You know what I mean? Like Actually, I see something super hot right yeah, now. Yeah, but with like what is it, ninety thousand or nine hundred thousand, whatever the number is that bought and. Pl- uh, played the third game, you know, because of the Netflix series. I think that they're doing pretty all right. I, look, I don't think it's a reason to come back and make like a Witcher four just be just because you can, right? Mm-hmm. 
If you're going to make another one, it has to be the right time. And I think that and, and Mass Effect Andromeda showed us that. But what they could do, which might actually work, oh, is coming out with like another sort of surprise DLC. I mean, Borderlands 2 did that uh, uh, you know, with Borderlands 3 sort of being yes. impending. Maybe... But uh, no, I, I think that that they just focus on the future, which looks like it's, it's 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 cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, with all of the hype around cyberpunk, like I think that they've got to lean into that and yeah. focus. There's also uh, they might have more than rumors. I think that they've actually confirmed that they they're also planning a cyberpunk multiplayer game as well. But so now, okay, well then now they have two superstars on their hands. They have Keanu in mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, and they have Henry Cavill in mm-hmm. Witcher. Well, technically, Netflix has Henry Cavill. I don't know. Can you separate the two? I don't. Well, that's. I think that's a pretty good question. You know, kind of the way that Kiefer Sutherland ended up taking the role of of Snake. Not actual Snake. I wonder how Cavill would. You understand the point, though. though. Yes, I know. Um, I I have to wonder if maybe CD Projekt Red sees the opportunity and brings Cavill in as the de facto. You know, actor As for Geralt. New Geralt. Can, can I say how much I feel cheated by Superman being my exposure to Henry Cavill? Because since then, I've seen him in the Mission Impossible movie. Where Fucking he was great in that. He was great in awesome that. Cavill stash is still Pete Cavill. <laughs> he's really good in The Man from Uncle as well. He's good in The Man from Uncle. And he's great in this. And I'm like, super, screw you, Superman. <laughs> yeah. You've got that's everything not, Henry Cavill. I think that's, that's not it's, Henry it's Cavill's a, it's fault. A victim, no, it's, it's he's not. A, that's he's a victim what we're of seeing. bad writing. Yeah, that's not Henry that's Cavill's fault. I'm not saying yeah. screw you, Cavill. I'm saying screw you, Superman. All right, that's Huh? Screw, Screw you, you, DC. DC. Screw fair. you, Zack Snyder. Like, you, yeah. you almost ruined somebody else's career. It, that it, The moment I hope you saw him reload his arm guns in, in Mission Impossible yeah. should have been the moment that resold you on like, oh, shit. I, Actually, like, no. I was. Here's the thing. I was sold on Henry Cavill as Superman when I saw Man of Steel and I saw the fight between him and the other Kryptonians. And I was like, first of all, I was like, holy shit, we could do a Dragon Ball movie now. But also... I sat back and I was like, okay, this is what Superman's supposed to feel like. He's supposed to fight people and wanton destruction is supposed to ensue because he's Superman. There's no way he can just quietly fight people. But Zack Snyder happened. And he was involved with that project and all the subsequent projects. And now the character is forever ruined. There's there's an interview he was in where the interviewer asked him what his uh, platform of choice is, PlayStation or Xbox. And you need to look this up because the look that he has on his face. He gave a look like he smelled a fart. When, when he goes, <laughs> PC. Like, how dare you even ask me that you question? Clabbing. No, I mean, it, listen, it, that's stuff that wins, you know, brownie points with certain people. But again, like, I just like the fact that it's just now coming up now. But, and, it's, and it's stuff that's not, it's stuff that's not. It's stuff that he could have talked about much earlier in his career, and he just didn't. Did you know that that, that he actually auditioned for the role as well? No. Yeah, like that was something else in one of the interviews. They're like, uh, it was very rare for someone like him, someone of his caliber, Mm -hmm. to agree to do that. But he did, and and we were like, he's he's, he's He's the one. So, well, but my question to you guys is, is that if Henry Cavill started being the mocap and voice actor for Geralt in the games is that something that would excite you guys or would that bum you out because you know whoever whoever his voice actor is now is out of a job just like David Hader was was out of a job the way I feel is I always want 
games to have voice actor consistency. Mm-hmm. I always want voice actors to like have jobs because they really do. Yeah, but they amazing get to, but, work. But they get to print starring Henry Cavill on I the fucking box. I understand box. the yeah. economics I, of it. What what little I'm starting to to find out about Henry Cavill now, and and I believe he actually talked with the guy who did uh, uh, the, the the voice the actor voice, for yeah. the original one. There's a part of me that that actually wonders if he would even take it if offered. I Maybe? mean, that's that's another thing. But let's. I mean, that's, but, that, but being, that, that's being, thinking very high of the man. Yeah, that but, I, mean, I don't know him, but but the thing is, is I mean, like how. Like how I how deeply kind of ironic would that be? Like this guy helped Henry Cavill figure out the character of Geralt, and, and then, then he, he just comes and just yeah gets the guy yeah. fired by being so good at being Geralt. Yeah, I mean it's not it's it's not exactly his fault, but I mean but at the same front, time like, stuff like that doesn't happen. Yeah, though. no, it does happen. It it happens all the time. And the, and the question is, you know, you as the audience members for this game is that something that's acceptable to you because it's happening more and more i mean to me i like i said i'd much rather see him have consistency if he did it doesn't take anything away but i just i just like playing through the wild hunt i like this Geralt. i like him he's a likable guy i'd just like to point out that doug cockle is definitely not a Geralt irl (laughs) that's the doesn't matter doesn't matter that's he 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 sounds the part yeah he sounds like i think i would be profoundly bummed out you know no No, one for sure you know no i i i just i think that this is a weird trend that started happening in hollywood and animation and now it's starting to carry over into video games and it makes me really uncomfortable like, it makes me uncomfortable to think, like, here's someone, you know, who has spent, you know, the better part of 10 years figuring out what this character is, figuring out what the right performance of him is, and and bringing that to the table. And then, what, some some douche nozzle who played Superman once, like, comes in and, oh, okay, I guess I'm not Geralt anymore. This is, this is the happy ending of the story I want. Henry Cavill comes in, goes, I want you to give me that role. This is how much you're going to pay me. CD Projekt Red is like, all right, deal, done. If you're willing to pay me that much, I quit. Now give it to Doug. <laughs> give it to Mr. Cockle. My like the, That's you know, never happening. What no. you'd get is it would be Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like, you know how they change they change the cast between and it's a, supposed to be a movie that like the movie ended and then the second one starts like literally immediately, immediately right, right afterwards. <laughs> and, and it's like sudden, And it's literally just who are you people? It, no, like, one, no. no one is recognizable. Raid that's not raided. <laughs> <laughs> Can't pull a fast one on me, New Lion Cinema. <laughs> you can see the people who signed on for multiple movies and the people who saw the script for the second movie and, and went, like, no. Yeah. I, I mean, d- listen. Absolutely not. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, uh, uh, you know, under some kind of, you know, I'm not delirious, you know, like I don't, I, I know I'm like, you know, a windmill trying to stand against the wind or whatever the fuck the, the saying is. What is this analogy? Doing? No, but I, it, like, I, I understand that it's going to happen. It's sort of an inevitability ah, ah, that celebrities will be more involved with games and that there will subsequently be kind of gaming celebrities like your Henry Cavill's or your Keanu Reeves's. I just... It doesn't See, sit well with here's me. The, here, the thing with me, though, is that it's one thing to have a character that has been built from the ground up with a celebrity in mind. Sure. You know, like somebody like Johnny Silverhand, 
They got they got Keanu. It's, that's a little that's bit different. I was going to say, it's a little bit different. Because he that's actually different. also got them to add more to the yeah. script, which then technically, you know, gave more work to no, 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 uh, all I, the other I, languages. I, no, no, no. But I, I understand I don't, where you're he, coming from. I don't, I don't think Keanu took the Johnny Silverhand character from somebody else. No, he didn't. Nor was that an established character who an audience would expect to stay consistent. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a new character. You can do whatever the hell you want with him. Fine. Go get... You know Ted from Bill and Ted. I don't care. Um, that's that's don't that's you, that's don't cool. You slander my boy Keanu that, like that. It's fine. I'm saying it's fine. That's that's not that's not where I have a problem with it. I the, hope I, not. It's it's the the problem but I have. You're saying is, it's like it's not it's like Cam Clark not voicing Liquid Snake anymore. Yes, the problem I have with it is the same problem I had with the Game Awards. That you know, oh, they're featuring Green Day for some weird reason instead of some kind of you know legitimate talent that has come out of the video game composing like world. Like a gaming adjacent. Where was Lena Rain? Like, where were the talents like Lena Rain on stage mm-hmm. for the Game Awards 2019? They could have like, got Hanuman just, to do it. Thank you! And that would have that would have had more relevance. At mm-hmm. least they did the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, mm-hmm. for Christ's sake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's frustrating to... Uh, why, again, why was Green Day there? I love Green Day, <laughs> but why were they there? It why? doesn't make any sense. I don't want Hollywood to kind of come in and become the new normal for the video game world. More importantly, why did you let them play any of their new stuff? Uh, why Ugh. does he write a song in a key that he can't sing in? It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. A lot of things don't make sense. <laughs> But The Witcher show made a lot of sense. And it was good. After a while. It took a minute. <laughs> there you go. Yep. There you go. No, but, After a but minute. Yeah. Definitely good job bringing it full circle. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to, to season two, which will be more of yeah. an established, straightforward, coherent story. I, I am too. I am very much looking and forward to season do you think, two. Okay, have a better budget. Yes. Do you think we get it long enough to get, like, grown-up series? Do you think we get that far? No. I don't, I don't know how grown up she gets in the game, so I'm not she gets sure. Grown. Well, uh, they have the actress for it because her mother looks exactly like her. The the Facts. woman, who, the oh, woman who, we thought it was the same actress. The, exactly. Facts. Yeah. No. 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 I Facts. mean, that, I, I, if they are not related somehow, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. That's the best casting I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. She she ends up like in her twenties. So I mean, it's movie. it's possible. I mean, the 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 actual actress I think is like. 16 or 17. Oh, well, so. just do, there you go. Natural just let her, yeah. just yep. let her keep doing it. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for season two. I'm definitely excited to see where it grows to and to see what it ends up becoming. I hope, hopefully it establishes itself. Is it so far the best video game adaptation that's been out there? No. I, really? What, what would you put above What's it? What's better? Yeah. Because I, I would say that What's it's better. It's, He's going to say the first more. I no. can't think <laughs> of anything that is better. What's the better? Yeah, uh, it, for a t- for a running TV series, I'd say yes, it is. I mean, movies you could you can throw in Detective Pikachu, which was really really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I I will say Detective Pikachu is definitely like, up there. I appreciate the they're way, on the same level. I Let's appreciated the way The Witcher treated the source material. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't know, man. Like you're compared. I don't. I don't. If I don't the, know how much more Witcher I want. If that it, makes okay, sense. Okay. Okay. 2020 this is the baseline this is like the, the this establishes the standard for what we expect out of a video game adaptation yes I'm in. is that fair yes, yes I'm yeah. in. see, see I, think, I think i think that's they, a good standard they hit cuz they hit all the right marks we're, for me we're at a point now where any issues with the film the tv show they aren't issues that stem from it being based 
on a video game. It's just right. they're the, with the show. They're the same issues that any other show any or TV movie show would have. Yeah, yeah. I'd, no, I'd say that. I that's think true. that's fair. Uh, yeah. Somebody yeah. in the chat said Doom, so I think that would be the best. Shut adaptation. up, Lloyd. It's Lloyd. <laughs> Doom. It's Lloyd. Shut up. That had no. the rock in it. Yeah. 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 Anyone can fall from grace. And and <laughs> of uh, what was it like? He ended six, up in. Six minutes of first-person yeah. footage which, that was which horrible. The first time they do that, you're like, that's cute. And then they do it again, you're like, no. And no. then, Oh, I didn't know that this was going to be a running thing. And then some jackass decided to make a whole movie like that. Hardcore, Hardcore, Henry. Hardcore, Hardcore Henry. Henry. I haven't watched that yet, but it's on Netflix. Oh. Was, I got, the trailer gave me a migraine. I, I got couldn't sick. do it. I got sick. Why? Because I get like motion sickness. I can't ride like carnival rides anymore because I'm an old man. And like uh, there was there was a movie was that bad. did that to me. It, it was um oh what was it? It was the guy who did Enter the Void, and it may have been Enter the Void. Oh, this is more obscure nature. I think it was uh, irreversible because what he did, he mounted. Mount and I mean, granted, the the content of that film. Now, is, I was gonna is, say that whole movie is, is just rough. No, to no, no. Watch. But that that opening shot, yeah. where he's got the camera mounted on like some kind of like pivoting joint, and it just spins. Yeah. Oh, I got. I literally got sick from from uh, watching that. Yeah. It's not fun. I can't even imagine just watching the, that in a just movie the camera theater. work. Not. I don't know. Everything else in that movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> it just sort of sets the tone for what you Jesus. should expect. Like, be queasy and uncomfortable for the next three hours. If there was a movie equivalent hours. to the word disagreeable, that would be it. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, you can end the show on a weird movie recommendation. Either way, if you haven't gone to see, if you haven't gone to see The Witcher... Go see all it. Right, you should go see it. Go, go, go see it. Go to Netflix right now and see it. Here's the thing. What is everybody looking forward to in season two? That's a better way we can end it. Joe, starting with Joe. No, fuck you, Robbie. Starting with Joe. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for, So I really enjoyed the, the jumping around time narrative that we had in season one, and it made sense for it being a series of short stories. But now we're at, at, caught up with the books or with the first book. We should get a cohesive story from episode to episode. It'll be a lot less Monster of the Week. I'm interested in seeing what that looks like. Okay. Alright. See, that Rick. was boring. I am excited to see Henry Cavill become human in the sense of uh, this first season was a lot of highs, I think, for The Witcher. I didn't see any low points. I always find that the most, like, I don't know. When Jennifer broke up with him, he looked <laughs> okay. he looked, okay. he looked hella he just, fucked up. He was mad, he boy. Was, all he, did, he just looked out into the distance off a cliff. Just, no, no, he was like, yes, you're rich. He broke up with me. The fuck? Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. He chewed out Dandelion. Yeah. He did. And that, I, and that was the last time we saw him in the series, too. Yes. They was. haven't made up since then. So, Who knows great. what happened with him? So I'm, I'm interested to see low points because I think that's where the most interesting writing can kind of go. All right, I feel you. So, like, second season, I hope they don't just come back and make him, like, an all-powerful killing badass. Like, one of the downsides of, wa- of watching Hercules in today's day and age, he just fucking wins every time. Yeah, like, you know matter. what's going to happen. All right, all right. Mu- muscle man much Better sad. answer than Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, Nate. I, I just, I, I think I'd like to see an ongoing narrative, not one that jumps around so much. Um, you know, it, it, I think that added to how discombobulated I felt in those first two episodes, uh, and didn't help me want to continue watching, even though I was able to get over that. I think that if you have a much more linear and understandable story, that that's going to help m- increase my enjoyment. So Dig it. yeah. Dig it. Norris. Right. Uh, Yennefer, Robbie. <laughs> 
Uh, so one of the things that I really liked about, and, and, and granted, I think for this first season it was definitely uh, out of necessity, but the way that they handled a lot of the magic was like it wasn't super flashy and super involved. And, the the blood magic specifically was really interesting where right. like the dude ate that piece of flesh and then they gutted him and they were like looking at his entrails. Yep. I was like, okay, I, I kind of want to know a little bit more of what's going on yeah. here. So, so yeah. obviously they're going to get a bigger budget and I hope they don't go super flashy with stuff. Some, some stuff is you're throwing a fireball. I get it. But like how in the first episode when the one guy was like putting the, the shield up in front of the door, like you didn't see no like flashes or right. light or, or anything just like that. All the time Geralt, they do a force push. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, Geralt so, uh, does his I, little I, magic I stuff, like yeah. the, the, the low-key sort of simplistic take on magic, and I hope that they kind of keep that. All right, I dig that. That's a really good answer. I'll give a real answer, actually. Um, is that the whole concept of, of the continent and... Uh, the conflict between all the countries and what was the new country? The stupid one that's killing everybody. Nilfgaard. 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 Yeah. Um, Nilfgaard. Totally not stolen from a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, but <laughs> right. But highlighting just how different and weird Nilfgaard is compared to the rest of that world, because I don't think we got really a good sense of sort of the overarching antagonist. Yeah. And in the games, I think they do obviously. A much better game of illustrating like Nilf Guardians are fucking weird and French and you know nothing like everybody else in the world. So I'm looking forward to I that. Want, I want what was that I, second word that described them? French. French. Okay, I was just making sure I heard that right. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I want to see more uh, Eamon Farron, the guy who plays uh, Kahir. Oh yeah, he's awesome. I want to see w- more President Petrov. President yeah. Petrov. Who? Yeah, he plays the he plays the wizard in the Magic oh, Tower. Stegobor. Yeah, yeah, that's that is President Petrov. It is President right. Petrov. Oh yeah, good call. <laughs> I don't even know what that's a reference to. House, House of, of cards. cards. Yeah. Oh, I, he's, he's the Putin. I I tapped out on House of Cards very early. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah they that. they use two Netflix. Netflix reuses two actors from other series because Vilgerforce was in Marco Polo. Mm. So no, I'm a big fan Great of series of, that ended so, um, all right. Well, that's where we're going to leave it. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for Checkpoint AFK. CheckpointXP.com is where you can find out more info about the show, interviews from past episodes, and a whole lot more. CheckpointXP.com is where you can find all of that. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media, CheckpointXP on Facebook and Twitter, as well as Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping our uh, dropping by our Apple podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review. And remember, we have multiple shows out there that you can uh, leave reviews on with more coming. Be excited for 2020. Checkpoint XP is a production of Beasley Esports XP. For the Checkpoint XP crew, Weird Beard, Robbie, Norris, and Joe, my name's Abe Bender. Keep listening.